0: Welcome to episode five of Two-Player Split Screen. Taping this on Tuesday, March. God, always. I just, I can I can never remember the date. What date is it? It's the 24th. The 24th. Fantastic. As always, I'm your forgettable host, Tyler Berry. To my left, Blake Schultz. Blake, what's up, buddy? Not too much. How are things going? You know, things are good, man. It's been a really, it's been a really good March for video games. And, uh, yeah, I'm Getting started on my Bloodborne playthrough, so nice. that's going horribly. It's, uh,
1: it's sort of paused right it's, now. It's, pa- it's it's sort
0: of paused, as paused as a From Software game can be. Uh, for those of you who know the Souls games, you can't actually pause. So yeah. So in theory, while
1: we're doing this, is it possible that a monster could just walk up behind you and kill you? Absolutely. Great.
0: Yep. That's so we may see that. Amazing. Perfect. That's phenomenal. Well, like we do every week, ladies and gentlemen, let us start with our Amiibo update. I will seriously make a drop for that one day. Blake, uh, what's up? What's happening? What, what did went um, down since last I mean, Tuesday?
1: The big thing since last Tuesday is the Super Mario wave has come out.
0: Um, Emphasis on big. They are bigger.
1: They are much bigger. I was being very, very literal when mm-hmm. I said that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they look great. Is, I love them. For the longest time, when they announced it, I thought they were gonna be, frankly, crummier But I think they're they're, arguably, better. They're. Uh, I think the colors are a little bit more vibrant and bright. I think the fact that they're they are a little bit bigger gives them kind of room to breathe. Nobody's looking down, so you can see everybody's face all the time. Um, and they're just, they're very dynamic and almost energetic is the word I want to use. Like everyone Especially seems... Toad.
0: Oh, and Toad. And Toad
1: and Yoshi. Toad, the new character of the one. Everybody else is a repeat from the Smash line. But Toad is easily the standout of it. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm also liking that everything seems to be in stock.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. All across
1: the board. Yeah, I got
0: that second Toad, which uh, we'll end up doing a contest for. Probably, probably set that up next week because I just didn't have time this week, but... Uh yeah, I got that thinking maybe it was gonna be a little, little more, little harder to find, but it doesn't look like it, and I'm certainly okay with that. Yeah, and that's, I don't know if that's, that's either fantastic.
1: the port strike ending or if Nintendo's just because I know they did recently come out and say that the port strike was 100 percent affecting their stock that they yeah, have things absolutely. in boxes from February. So
0: and it's clear. I mean, it was clear from like the day the port strike ended, like literally the day after the port strike port strike ended. I was able to find uh, new 3DSs at every, almost every GameStop location near my office. So
1: Yeah, so that's exciting. But yeah, so of that bunch, uh, I've gotten Toad and Yoshi, both of which are great. I'm not too sure I'm going to go ahead and get everybody yet. I'm definitely going to clean out the Smash line, but there's a part of me that's like, I said it from the very beginning, I
0: just don't need five peaches running around so i might and don't forget of course you got mario
1: and i've got yeah because my mario party 10 came so i do have the mario one uh so yeah i mean if they do like a mario sunshine or something line and there's another mario i will probably skip that because i will have three of them right and at a certain point but i mean if they do the next wave and you get waluigi daisy birdo and i mean i want goombas and koopas and everything like those i'm gonna be all about right
0: I'll, let, let's talk for a second about the one uh the one disappointment you and i you and i went out to uh to toys r us on saturday to just to grab a couple of the super mario brothers amiibos and to check the rest out uh my one major disappointment and i don't know if you were quite as disappointed as i was or or what but that bowser i don't like him the new bowser
1: no see i really like the I, bowser they got
0: rid of all his detail all the scale all the detail in his scales like all the detail in his body is gone
1: they did and that that is the the one drawback to this line and i've said it a few times but they're less in terms of figures they're less detailed there's no denim on Mario's stitching there's no right. scales there's no shininess Peach's gown is in as detailed on the costuming. Right. But I mean, I think the thing to remember with that is Bowser in even as detailed as he is in the Smash Brothers line, he's only that detailed as a character model in Smash Brothers. So when they announced the that's Mario a, Brothers wave That's I, a fair point. I wasn't too bummed out and the only thing that bums me out is his is the pose that's the closest to being identical. He's only like it feels like his head's a, little bit, a little bit more up, but his hand is out again, his other hand is back, and I think that's where I'm more disappointed, but I, other, outside of hmm. that, I do like him.
0: Hmm, okay. I'm still gonna own him right i just yeah that's just that's that's just me uh and uh i was just looking i just got a message from ups that our gold marios will be here tomorrow yes so freaking finally well,
1: they will be it's my birthday right they exactly and a, and uh and
0: a very almost happy birthday to my co-host right here well, happy birthday you. my friend thank you so much
1: what is it 40 41 oh, like some, some, something you like know, you that stop right
0: counting after like 15 yeah what's, you what's stop counting when you get your first walker for your birthday right <laughs>
1: Then you're just like, who cares anymore? I'm hoping that in, in the next five years I'll have actually forgotten my age. When people ask, I'm like, don't worry about it. It's just a number. Yeah. And it's people just- either think I'm really cool or a huge douche.
0: Yes. <laughs> to the second one. Probably the second one more. Um, um, yeah, as far as I go, uh, we have the same story. Uh, I picked up the Toad and I picked up the Yoshi. Uh, super Super Mario Brother amiibos, and of course, as I just said, we both got Gold Mario's coming. And you got the Luigi too, right? Oh yeah, duh! Wow, so that shows you my problem with this is I forget. I Another just forget one when that's I buy them. Remarkably
1: superior to his. I Brothers I absolutely line. adore just, the new.
0: I adore the new Luigi. It's, it's fantastic.
1: A, it's, I mean, like I do want to have all of the Smash Brothers ones because it's cool. But if sure. uh, just in terms of like collecting and owning a specific character if i wasn't like i'm gonna get all the smash ones and then maybe other amiibos will see what happens i would be kind of bummed out that this wave came second because if i was just yeah. like i want a mario or a luigi is a better example that's the better luigi
0: no oh no like, absolutely absolutely
1: but it, it would be fun to see i think this wave with the detail of smash's line
0: Yes. I think absolutely.
1: that's that's the middle ground you want. But yeah,
0: and if, I think we'll I think we'll get that I think we'll get that middle ground eventually. Like Rumble this is in. like keep in mind like what we have to keep in mind is this is still only only month like 5 of this whole Amiibo craze and it feels like it's been going on forever just based on my blood pressure every time I need <laughs> like, to freaking figure out how to get one of these things. I
1: can't think of too many other toy lines that within its first year has close to 50 figures in it.
0: Um, maybe, I, I, we'd probably have to go back to, like, old Star Wars figures for something Star like that. But Wars, yeah. Yeah, I mean, no, you're absolutely right. Even, like, the Black Series Star Wars figures that are yeah. out now, like, those don't, they don't There's have that many, many in a many year. Yeah. Uh, alright, but, um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Uh, I'm sure next week I wouldn't be surprised if I... If I if said that I've broken down and grabbed the peach and the and the Bowser, but
1: I mean you're only gonna need those two because yeah, you're I know. getting the Mario one in your Mario Party ten bundle.
0: Right, whenever I decide to actually buy it. Right.
1: <laughs> that was the one thing is I was looking at my shelf, and I was like, Well, I am already halfway done with this set.
0: Yeah, it's like, well, I might as well and That's how all of it goes. And that's that's the slippery slope that yeah. that we are on. Besides that, um well I mean I don't know. We've got a lot of time. We don't have an insane amount to talk about uh, today. I did want to bring up uh, a couple things before we get into uh, what we actually want to talk about, which is, you know, I was just driving home tonight. I was just thinking, I've probably mentioned this already before, but I was just thinking how how great of a march this was, an unusually great march this was for, yeah. for video games, both both on the indie side and on the AAA side. I, I just... like. I can't tell you how much how much lower my bank account is than it normally is during like the month of March. Right? Like it's it's absolutely it's it's insane, but it's also phenomenal. Like you think about some of the indies that you've got, like Hotline Miami released this month, yeah, Helldivers released this month, uh we just we just found out yesterday that we were getting Game of Thrones episode three. We got Tales from the Borderlands episode two. We got Life is Strange episode two. No. And then you know, you, you move upwards in the in to like the triple A's, like you got Battlefield Hardline, which I'll get into. That game is actually surprisingly good. Yeah. Uh Mario Party ten, you got Codename Steam, you got <sighs> Bloodborne, which just came out today. You got Borderlands Handsome Collection. A dmc it's like yeah. dude it's a lot it's crazy. of stuff oh final March. fantasy type z yep type OHD and final fantasy 15 episode disque, disque, however you want to pronounce it Yep, it's so much content and i yep. haven't even One scratched right. the surface on it but it's it's and fantastic
1: dlc too for a lot of existing stuff yeah, yeah like a far cry within, 4. yeah evil cry. within far
0: cry 4 yetis which i need to get on yeah 'Cause I want right. to shoot some Yetis in the face. We're
1: getting very close to Mewtwo and the Mario Kart DLC.
0: That yeah, that's great too, but isn't
1: that crazy? The Mario Kart DLC is still like around the corner. Like I've almost forgotten about that game. You
0: you mentioned it in the car to me the other day, and I was just like, Oh yeah, I forgot about that.
1: Yeah. And I'm wondering, like, and it, well, it's a kind of a weird segue, but I'm wondering, was that a great strategy for Nintendo to put them so far apart, or do you think it would have been better to release it a few months up?
0: You know, when it comes to a flagship title like Mario Kart, I don't think it matters. They could yeah. release the DLC two years down the road, maybe it's not true. that far, but well, close it like, to it. They could release it pretty far down the road, and people are still going to be like, "Oh shit, there's new Mario Kart stuff yeah. to play." It's good, sign me up. I'll throw the fifteen such bucks a good at it. Deal. Or whatever. Like
1: I've already bought it because when you sure. bought it with whatever it was November's, it was like. 12 bucks for literally half that game's content again
0: yeah that's fan and that's a fantastic way to do dlc yeah that's a great way to do dlc i just hope
1: they do it with smash i just hope after we get mewtwo i honestly can't think of any other characters i would want the more i think about it the more i'm like there's 50 characters here from every possible franchise you can imagine I can't think of anybody without it getting really vague and weird and yeah. boring. On like, this,
0: on the spot, I literally can't think of one. I just, I, no, I, can't think of one.
1: The only one I would really want, and somebody said it to me a while back. Um, the last time I was in Chicago, they said it to me. Another good guest star would be Bomberman, and I was okay. like, that would fit.
0: I'm down with that. I would like that. But outside of that, I was like, there's, mm, I don't, there's, I'm good. Like. It's but how do you make Bomberman plausible? Did Bomberman even jump? I'm sure, I mean, most of the time he didn't. Link doesn't jump. Ah, okay. <laughs> That's a valid point. Valid point. Um, but yeah, it's just it's I think we're I think we've officially gotten past the like the the trend that we've seen for the past like As long as I've been playing video games Which which is just like the winter is just a dull time For games there's just not much coming out I think we're past that and I think it's fantastic Like I was tired of All my games coming out In September to November and then me just being Bored for the majority of the rest of the year Yeah and
1: it was usually like you would see like One big spring title Like I felt like I usually got that one Like spring or summer one that I was Going to put like 90 plus Hours in Yeah Like, I feel like there was always that, like, Oblivion or Skyrim or And it was usually probably
0: a Nintendo game.
1: Yeah. Um, But now, yeah, they've just, they've really started. And I think out of necessity, really, they've had to do it uh, just because there's
0: so much content now. Oh, without a doubt.
1: Like, you can't cram all of that into just the holiday season, even if you wanted to.
0: No one would sell anything. No. Or, I mean there'd be like two games that sold and the rest right. would just get screwed over right like it goes back to the point of like i think i made a couple a few weeks ago which was like dying light would not have sold if it had come out in november no
1: dying light and watchdogs are two really good like yeah space yeah
0: watchdogs is another really good example and even gosh didn't wasn't tomb raider a summer release yeah tomb raider was spring tomb raider and yeah. bioshock tomb infinite raider bioshock infinite in uh there was something else that i just had in my head oh uh sleeping dogs which was another solid game it didn't sell that great but it sold better for an august release than it would have as like a november release
1: yeah no i think it's good i think it's smart and it keeps everybody kind of invested and going Yeah, Um, and you—I mean—you feel those weights, like even in like film, like the movies right now. I'm already like, is it May yet? Because I haven't been to a theater in a long time. For sure, yeah. And I think it's nice when—and I used to have it with video games around this time—was you'd sit there and be like, okay, I've beaten my Zelda game again. Let's do something new. I think it's smart for everybody to just spread stuff out consistently throughout the year. And then, you know, you obviously want to have your colossal things timed with big events. Yeah, like of course. Everybody's buying things around Black Friday. Like
0: Fallout 4 in November. Right.
1: <laughs> Probably. Maybe. God, I, knows? I,
0: I think so. I think I so.
1: I'm sure it will happen. But yeah, I mean, we're getting even a lot of other good stuff. Like, we, we know we're going to get Zelda by the fall.
0: Probably. Star Fox apparently apparently
1: is coming out before Zelda which I still call bullshit. It's crazy that he said that when uh Miyamoto was like was asked if he was going to be developing for the mobile games after the DNA merger and he was like, "Oh no, I'm like we got to get Star Fox out before Zelda. We want to get Zelda out by the end of the year." And I kind of was just like you showed a fuzzy out of focus playable demo that looked like it was just the triangle going up and down last E3. There's no way.
0: <laughs> I, I don't see how it could possibly happen. I don't I don't understand how it could possibly. I'm happen. I'm fine
1: if it does. Sure, happen, but
0: it, but if they don't. I it, they better not be rushing it because of this new, uh, this new merger. Like I hope no. they're not just like, well, we got all this other stuff to work on, and we got NX to work on. Let's just rush out every yeah. other flagship title we were gonna we were gonna. Well, I imagine NX is
1: probably still a good two years away. Because the yeah, Wii is it even... second year.
0: Right? Third. Second or third? It's in its
1: third. So yeah, so like five, six years, we'll probably put it on the money for a new thing. Yeah. Um, somebody, speaking of lifespans of systems, though, the Twitch TV guy recently was just like, the seven-year cycle for systems doesn't work. They need to do it sooner.
0: Yeah, he basically said they need to be more like smartphones which is like a every couple years update and nah no nope no can't i i I strongly disagree disagree. systems and
1: computers i only need to buy once every five to seven years unless they want to cut the price of a system
0: in half right which isn't going to happen because they're too they're they're complicated to make like you've got to they they shell out they don't Sony and Microsoft don't make a lot of money off of their systems. No, if they, they make, make their any at all. Yeah, they make a few dollars. They make their money off software sales. Like right. they can't afford to cut costs on a system unless they just want to make a system not that powerful.
1: Right. It was re- and I didn't even fully understand why he said that because I mean, we're at a point like I'm pretty sure we're done with the days of like N64 to PS2 or even like PS2 to PS3 like
0: Oh, like the, like the the giant jump leap
1: isn't as substantial as it used to be, and if they start making it smaller, I'm not gonna shell out every year. Like even with the Xbox One and PS4, up until like th- this n- f- next year probably, we're still seeing games where they're like put it on the 360 and the PS3 also because of the install base. Sure, I like that's already happening, and these things have been out for almost ten years, so why cut that in half and just it doesn't make any
0: sense it's it's not it's not gonna happen it won't happen it, <laughs> it's just the craziness it this first 18 19 months or like 18 months of these brand new systems and just how well they've sold has proven that consoles are still alive and well and they right and unless something drastic changes in the in the video game industry they will be alive and well six years from now when we're talking about the next iteration of Sony's consoles or the next iteration of Microsoft's consoles. So yeah, I, that, that was, it was an interesting thing to bring up, but I just, I couldn't disagree more with it.
1: Yeah. It's, it's nonsense. It's nonsense. Oh, well, let's, uh,
0: yeah, let's dive in. Uh, we don't have any huge news topics this week. Um, so Blake and I just thought we kind of, go off what I was just talking about, which is just how great of a march it's been for games and kind of take one game each we've been playing and, you know, just give a little, I don't know, I wouldn't call it a review, but just some impressions on it. So what'd you have? You got something for oh, us. Oh,
1: Mario Party 10 was the big one. Right, That right. was the big one for me this month. Um, it's great. Those games, I think, are always fun. And it, it's really interesting now, I think... Because I I skipped Mario Party 9, so I know that was the one that added... It took out the idea of going across the board and collecting coins to buy stars. And now you basically get mini stars, which are similar to coins. Like, you beat a mini game, and instead of it just being, like, winner-loser, blah, 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 it'll allocate, like, 10 stars to the winner, 5 to the second place, 3 to the third place, and then nothing to last place.
0: Okay, yeah, and for and forgive me, cause I I didn't I didn't play nine either, so and I haven't played ten yet, so this is all foreign to me. So there's there are no coins anymore. There's no coins anymore. The
1: coins are gone, and the uh, okay the turn system is very different. Instead of everybody starting and going across the board, you all hop in a vehicle together, and each round you hit a dice block, and then it'll move. So what's interesting about it now is we're all going along the same path. And the boards are different too, so I'll back to you a little bit. The boards now, instead of being like in Mario Party 3 or 1 or 2 or any of the other ones, it was a giant, just sprawling, Monopoly-style board. This is more shoots and ladders. There's a beginning and an end. Now, and there's several ways to go through each beginning, middle, and end. But there's a start point and an end point, and then you can do whatever you want in between, but you're going to get to that end point. Huh. Um. So if I'm riding the bus and there's an option where I just go through a gate, like one of the things I saw is I went through a gate, and I got five stars just for going through it. Only I got them because I was rolling and I just steered the car. Oh, right okay.
0: Way. So you all still individually roll? Yes. Okay. That's what I. That's yeah. what I couldn't get clarification on from some other things I read. Yeah. So, so you're all in the same vehicle, but you. Still get to move it independently yes. when it's your turn. Got yeah, it. Okay. You move
1: it independently, and if I land on like a uh, a Bowser spot, and it's like play a game with Bowser, and then you get screwed, and he takes some of your stuff, that only happens to me. But if something good happens, like if I hit a chance time spot, and they're like play a mini game and see if you get coins, I only get the coins.
0: So like this one example. So there are individual mini games too. Yeah. Okay, that's kind of cool.
1: And, it's yeah. cooler
0: than I uh, originally. It I,
1: works out pretty well. It's 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 a very different formula, but it really streamlines it because I think a lot of the complaints people were starting to get with Mario Party was it just takes a long time. Was like unless you did like a 20 spot, and then you're only gonna play 20 mini games or 10 mini games. So if you get like five of those are bad, half your game is boring, and that kind of sucks. This streamlines the whole thing. So like every four, you still play a game. And then there are spots that you hit, which will just be like, mm-hmm. play a battle minigame, line everybody up. And then every Great. now and then, like, other... Th- so you're playing a lot so more So we've mini still games. got,
0: like, 2v2, 3v1 minigames. Yeah. Mini games. Yep. Cool. Everything's
1: cool. still there. The minigames are all really fun. They've just really streamlined the board. The only thing I'm not a fan of with it is I feel like now a good chunk of the playtime is a little bit of luck. Like, I went through one... And I like jumped through it, and I got five coins. Or stars, rather, five mini stars. And then I hit a space that was like, you get to roll again, but this time you go backwards. And I got to go through that gate again and get five more. And then hmm. the next person who went got five by going through it, and then they just went forward, which is awesome. But then like, and it, it happened to one of the AIs that I was playing with last night. Towards the end of the game, he hit a spot, rolled the dice, and then he got a thing that was just like, we're taking half of your mini stars away. And I was like, oh, well, that sucks. But I guess, like, in a four-player environment, because I just popped it in, nobody else was home, and I was like, I'll do a few rounds by myself. I could see we're in a four-player environment for a board game. Those things do happen. And it is always just one of those, like, darn moments. But it was kind of, I was like, I would just get so mad if I was right there. But it also bounces out, because I was up by, like, 50 stars. So if I had gotten halved out... It would have been like oh now it's a really close game and these next three minigames really matter got it got it so it's it works i just think i liked it a little bit more when there was less luck and more skill sure uh but the mini games are all fun you use the wiimote uh my favorite ones i got there's a golf one where you just kind of flick your wrist and it'll pop up a ball and the first person to hit the ball gets the most points and then that just goes down the line whoever has the most points at the end wins. So like,
0: is that the one where like sometimes it'll pop up and there are bombs? Sometimes it's a bomb. Got it. So it's one of those
1: yeah. things where you want to be the fastest, but you don't want to be too fast because then you're just going to hit bombs.
0: Right. Um, That's, that sounds really fun. It's
1: really fun. They have the classic. The first one I did that I'm pretty sure is going to be so much fun with four people. Everybody holds it vertically like a, joy, like a joystick in an arcade. And it's similar to like the ball one where you're all on the ball and trying to hit each other off, except now there's one ball in the middle... And you and somebody are on a team, and me and somebody else are on a team. And it's basically soccer. But I have to roll my ball by going like this with the analog, which was a visual thing that I just did on our audio podcast. You certainly did I was moving the analog forward, up, left, and down. um, Like you do. You know. (laughs) Video games. Right. We all know how that works. Uh, And you try to get in the other goal, and that one was just so much fun.
0: That sounds really cool. Uh, Yeah. sounds like already just like the couple examples you've given me and a couple of the other examples that i've heard from uh from other people talking about the game it sounds like the mini games are super super innovative this time this time around like because i know the past couple iterations just from like just from what i've read it's kind of been like the same old song and dance with mini games so like the mini games have been like not that intuitive or kind of just boring or yeah, it's just... Well, and
1: they started repeating them too. Right, By right. By like Mario Party four and five, you had kind of seen everything that they had done, and then six and onward, I think, is where they introduced like, excuse me, where they introduced like the microphone peripheral and tried to do stuff with that, and then they added yeah. that like eight player mode where it was two people to a controller. Yeah, yeah they added a lot of things. That kind of just didn't work. Mm-hmm. And I think with the Wii, you got a lot more of what you could do with the motion control in the minigames. And I think that kind of kicked it back into gear. And I think this one's great. Like, I think they've really stream. There's a part of me that sort of misses the old way of everybody being spread out through this board. Because there's some things you don't see anymore, like the uh, the items that they used to have aren't there, so I can't spend part of my turn just being like, I'm going to switch spots with him, and he's right by a star, and then you're
0: getting mad. I I feel like I'd miss that a little bit.
1: You do, and I also don't, because it was very slow, and it was very just like, come on. Those games took Um, a while. Yeah. Felt like Monopoly
0: games. Right.
1: And these ones, like, each board even will tell you, like, this board is about 30 minutes of gameplay. This one's about an hour, which is nice, but it is, like... I think that's probably the perfect amount of time. Like, you don't mm-hmm. really want to do the three or four hour
0: long Mario Party game. Uh, no, ain't, ain't nobody got time for that. Right,
1: but it's great. the uh, uh, The Amiibo stuff is really fun. The only thing that's weird about it, you have to unlock it every single time you start. The I game. heard
0: that, which that doesn't make it's a, a bit of sense strange. to me. It doesn't make any sense to me. Um, it's like trying to make. Sh- it's like it should. I feel like remember that if you're on your console that you've already unlocked it because you have an amiibo i know it's trying to get you to be like you can't play this unless you have an amiibo and so go out and buy a fucking amiibo but it's the smallest thing with that infuriates me
1: because i know what they're doing and it, it came with an amiibo they want you to be like oh my amiibo
0: Um, Right, right, right. But there was an addition that doesn't come with an amiibo, too. So it's like punishing people. It's like, you don't have an amiibo. You can't play this. The
1: worst part about that, it was whenever you move over the amiibo party mode. So if I go like Bowser regular party, it's just does like ding, ding. Hmm? Every time you go over amiibo, a bunch of children yell, amiibo! Of course
0: they do. the
1: worst thing in the world. Of course they fucking (laughs) do.
0: (laughs) Jesus Christ. It's
1: infuriating. (laughs) Wow. I get it. I completely get what they're doing, but it's so like there's no subtlety to it, which is shocking cuz in Super Smash Brothers and like every other amiibo-based game, finding the amiibo spot is impossible. Like in Super Smash Brothers, it's under like four menus and then it's the tiniest little thing. I've seen
0: I've seen I've seen you do it like 8 times. I still don't know it. If you were like, "Hey, go find the amiibo spot for Smash Brothers," I'd be like, "I don't know. I don't know." And
1: it's like Nintendo. There is a middle ground between burying your new thing and having shouting it in my face, literally scream it to consumers.
0: I can't wait to I can't wait to hear this on uh, on Saturday. I it's uh, just just the worst. That's that's really funny. It's uh, kudos to them for. I almost wanted to say subliminal messaging, but that's about as liminal no, as you can get.
1: And then, too, when you're in the mode, if you have an amiibo, your amiibo, it's the thing you play with. There's a little figure that looks like your amiibo. Right. Everybody else who doesn't have an amiibo that they pressed on just gets a paper cutout. Dude. <laughs> it couldn't be more like, look at Super the fun toy that this person has. It's like, Here's your fucking paper.
0: Wow, that's hilarious. Like,
1: Go play with this stick. The good kid has something else.
0: That's really funny. It's
1: just, oh, it's almost gross. How just they were like, if I was five and somebody did, and somebody came over to my house with an amiibo, unlocked my mode, and then they got a toy and I got paper, the next thing I would do is go up to my mom and dad and be like, I need an amiibo.
0: (laughs) I just, yes. So I'm bringing amiibo to your house on Saturday just so I don't have to fucking deal with that bullshit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's
1: just so ridiculous. But the mode itself is pretty cool. Like, the mode is really neat. Yeah. Um, everybody gets their own little level for each amiibo, so that's really neat and fun and cool. Uh, I've only seen Yoshi's, which is really fun, because uh, I haven't opened up Toad and Mario yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's really, really cool. The Bowser Party stuff is great.
0: That's what I've heard. I've heard that every I was talking to a guy at GameStop today when I was picking up Bloodborne, and he was just raving about the Bowser Party mode. It's
1: even in the regular party mode they set it up on the gamepad where he's just behind bars and there's six dice in front of him, and every time you hit a one through six, one of those dice goes away. So the number one allocates to number one, two allocates the two, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Which at first feels like a countdown that's like horrible because first you're like somebody got a one, somebody got a three. And I was like, oh, so just every six turns, Bowser comes out. And then I looked down and I was like, oh no, now he needs a five and a six. And every time he doesn't get that on the game pad, he just gets like frumpy and smashes at the gate, Um, which is just a fun little like presentation. um, That's awesome. And then whenever he goes away, like towards the end of the game, they're like, okay, you guys are down to your last five turns, no more Bowser. It just shuts a door on him
0: while he like cries. (laughs) That's, it's That's fantastic.
1: Hilarious.
0: That's really funny.
1: Um, but yeah, when he breaks out, he basically just like wrecks everything. And you roll a dice for him, and everybody moves. And then you do his game, and he makes it impossible for you. And it's a really just fun way of doing it. And the person controlling Bowser is just going to have the best time. Because you just get to troll everyone. Oh, that
0: sounds so <laughs> great. God,
1: that sounds so great. It's pretty great. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's all of it in a nutshell, and there's also there's just some fun stuff to collect, too. There's little figures and trophies and music and all that jazz.
0: That's awesome, yeah. All right, so if you, I don't want any kind of like stupid like review score or anything because you haven't played an insane amount of it, but if you were gonna recommend this, would, first of all, would you recommend this to people, and who? What audience would you recommend it to?
1: Oh, fun. It's just like my job. Exactly. Um, (laughs) uh, I definitely would recommend it, especially if you're looking for couch multiplayer. Like, if you're just looking for a single-player experience, probably not.
0: Nah, no, yeah, definitely not. Um,
1: If you're just every now and then like, I'm going to have people over and play. Or even if you have like a girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever that's into games. It's just a fun like after-work thing to do. It's quick, it's easy, it's fun.
0: Um, like sex exactly i mean it lasts uh, about
1: 30 minutes <laughs> you could have it do longer if you want but you can get out of there pretty quick if you need to yep um sometimes you just want to go to bed and but yeah no it's really fun for that and that's i mean that's something that nintendo's always done is they've just kept the couch multiplayer stuff alive and well
0: yeah that's which great. Is
1: always nice um definitely i mean it's a nintendo game so like everyone it's just every single person can have fun with that the presentation is great it's not like some of the mario games in the past like for the party ones have felt overwhelmingly kitty where if you pick it up you're like i'm too i think like mario party six or seven i remember putting in when i was in high school and just being like i'm too old to play this game Mm -hmm. it just looks like it's for young people yeah um this one doesn't feel that way at all. It's just bright and vibrant and fun and colorful and Nintendo. Um I think anybody would have a good time with it.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm hoping you've kind of sold me on actually picking up picking it up. I'm hoping that maybe I can I can get the girlfriend into it. So oh, she'll yeah. actually it'll be a game that she'll actually want to want to play together. So that'll be cool. Um awesome. So Switching gears to the complete opposite end of the video game spectrum, the game that I have been playing a lot, which I have just been so surprised with how well done it is, is Battlefield Hardline.
1: Which is impressive, because the last Battlefield game, it was impressive how badly made it was.
0: Yeah, it took a year for that game to be what it was supposed to be. Battlefield Hardline has been what it's supposed to be from day one. Uh, First of all, I, I... you know I've been wor- I'm, I'm working on a I'm working on a piece right now for uh, for a couple for potentially a couple different uh, video game outlets but the the basis of the piece is basically how modern warfare one was probably the best thing that ever happened to... Single player first person shooter campaigns, and simultaneously, the worst thing that's ever happened to single player shooter campaigns. Yeah. Just based on the fact that they just crushed it when it came to multiplayer. They were the first game to really do, like, at that time, current generation console multiplayer. Yeah. They were the first ones to get everything right from. Like, their implementations of, like, killstreak rewards and just the, uh, the kind of, like, like always doing, like, updated... Like, updating servers, doing right. server maintenance. Like, just providing, providing everyone who wanted that PC shooter experience on a console for the first time. And they kind of just showed people that that's what the consumer the majority of the consumer wants and it made everybody from then on out focus their majority of their time on multiplayer and sort of just put single player by the wayside for the most part. You can argue that Call of Duty Advanced Warfare has tried to like get back to it. You can even argue I've heard some people argue that they think Modern Warfare 2 is actually a better single player campaign than 1. I strongly disagree. Yeah. But What got me thinking about this is just how interesting and fun and original the Battlefield Hardline single-player campaign is. Yeah, I've spent probably four hours, four or five hours playing the multiplayer and about the same amount of time playing the campaign, and the campaign is really what has hit home with me. The way the campaign is set up is that okay. First of all, if you don't know about Battlefield Hardline, the setup is is it's basically virtual cops and robbers. Right. So what we all did when we were kids running around the park or running around our backyards, front yards playing cops and robbers. That's what this game is. There's heists, there's like just car chases after car chases after car chases like it's a completely it's like Battlefield 4 mixed with Payday. Ooh, which is a fantastic. Which like, I, I, like a lot of people have made that assessment, and it's a very accurate assessment. Battlefield's campaign starts off, and it's basically just like a cop procedural from the beginning of the game. You start off, and you're thrown in as your main character. Uh, you're thrown in as a detective in i think a miami pd detective it's somewhere in florida you're thrown as a florida pd police detective you've got a partner you've got a captain you've got a lot of people involved in this game the majority of who you're going to recognize because they are some sort of character actor on a network television show as we speak some of them probably on cop procedurals like if you've watch the show uh if you've started watching uh american crime at all the the latino main character the main character in american crime the latino father is the police captain in this game like it's just that's pretty everyone you almost recognize every single person as a character in this game and it's awesome it's really cool and what makes it? Why I say it's such like? It's such like a cop procedural. It's because it's making fun of cop procedurals. It splits up your chapters into literal episodes. So you start with the prologue, and yeah. then you go straight into episode one, episode two, three, four, five, etc. Each episode starts off with a cutscene, and if you quit in the middle of an episode, like if you save and quit to go do something else in the middle of an episode before it goes back to the main menu instead of just giving you some like lame loading screen to get you back to the main menu it literally gives you a trailer like you would see on a network television at the end of a network television show it's just like next time on Hardline. And then it gives you, like, 30-second cutscene of what's going to happen when you resume the game. I think
1: that's so brilliant. That's the same thing that Alan Wake did that I loved, was every chapter was, like, did the previously on Alan Wake and next time on Alan Wake. Oh, yeah, I think that shit's
0: fantastic. And it's just
1: so... It's so different for a video game because it's such a refreshing and thing that you've seen all the time to the point where you're almost exhausted by it. But it's also just such a fun part of anything with TV, movies, any of it. And I think it's just so inventive to put it at the end of a level in a video game and then just kind of be like, well, go off and enjoy your day. But Remember here's a wh- thing that's yeah. going to go down
0: later. Remember what is about to happen when you start this game up again. There is going to be a boat exploding over a bridge or... <laughs> There's going to be just hot women everywhere for no reason whatsoever because you shouldn't be concentrating on hot women when you are a detective and Unless have... you're in a Michael Bay movie and right. a detective. Right, and that's another thing. That's This game is completely... It's a completely tongue-in-cheek game. Like It does not take itself seriously like the other Battlefield games. Yeah. It's got jabs at cop... It's got jabs at cop shows. It's got jabs at cops. It's got jabs at... Drug Dealers got jabs at over the top Michael Bay style movies like it's it doesn't take itself seriously, it's funny, it's well written. It's 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 probably my favorite first person shooter yeah. campaign since Modern Warfare 1. That's impressive. That's so exciting. It's 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 so fun. And what's interesting to me about it and what I wasn't sure that I was going to like until I started it is the fact that the game actually encourages you not to just run and gun the entire time. Yeah. And for a per- first person shooter, that's like well, for a first person shooter that's part of a long time first person shooter series. Right. Like it's got it, it's it's a battlefield game. Battlefield has been around for a long time, and it's always established itself as like that type of like run and gun style game. This game rewards you. For going into an area and neutralizing all the enemies without killing them. You get more points for either flashing your badge and arresting them, like putting them in handcuffs, which you can physically do in this game, or just... Or just silently knocking them out without using any lethal force. You get more points for that, which means you get more experience, which means you unlock guns faster that you can both that you can use in both single player and multiplayer. That's awesome. It's really cool. What a great way of doing that. It's it's absolute. It's just it's so much fun because sometimes it does encourage you to run and gun because yeah. there will just be an area we'll just walk into and you'll be like, there's like fourteen guys here and they're all crowded up in like three clusters how am i gonna lure all these guys away from each other so i can arrest or knock all of them out right fuck it i'm just gonna run in with all of my fantastic guns that i've acquired and just murder everyone and it's gonna be great but then other times you'll walk in and you'll be like all right there's 10 guys there's two spread out over here there's three spread out over here one 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 if i throw a distraction over here, I can lure these two guys over here, arrest both of them, then go get the one that tra, tra- uh that they trailed off from. It's just there's so much fun That's and there's awesome. like a lot of strategy involved at certain times. It's I don't know, man. It's it it just feels like they put so much more effort into the single player than a lot of first person shooters do these
1: That's days. That's so exciting. I'm getting so tired of overall just banal single-player experiences.
0: And that's what we're getting, like, good lord, I can't tell you how disappointed I was, like, thinking back to like the Modern Warfare 3 campaign. Yeah. That was a snooze fest for me, man. Like, I boring. couldn't even get to, I could, and it, I, I bet you that campaign was probably five hours long, I couldn't even get through that. Five right. hours is not a very long time in a video well, game. And they just make it so
1: paint by numbers, especially with the with Call of Duty franchise, Now that it's annualized, you know exactly what you're going to get. And every game, I think it was when I beat Modern Warfare 2, and I was just like, oh, it's the exact same thing we just did. The guy who's been with you is going to turn out to not be with you. There's literally a beat where you crawl up to him, grab either a knife or a gun, and in the last moment, kill him. It was the exact same way Modern Warfare 1 ended, and I remember just being like, Guys, I get that everybody is playing online now. I get that the majority of the culture has moved on to that. Great. Fair enough. If you're going to invest hundreds of millions of dollars into this and then ask me to pay you $60, every aspect of your game should be as polished as whatever the main focal point of it is, whether it's the multiplayer or the single player. I mean, a game like you look at like the Halo franchise where both is very rewarding. The single right. player is fun and the multiplayer is fun. And I think that's why that franchise, even when it gets a more like archaic engine, like Halo 3 was, you couldn't aim down the site and mm-hmm. you couldn't do cover. Those were two big things in 2007, thanks to Gears of War and Modern Warfare. So when Halo 3 came around, we were like, oh, it's what I was doing last gen.
0: But it was still- That's, a real, that's an interesting point.
1: Great. And
0: yeah. if like,
1: if they just take the time to balance it out, give you a good story and really engage your audience, will forgive those things. It's the same reason Bioshock keeps being successful. But I like hearing that they're really putting energy in and making it sound like it's going to be fun. And I think we're seeing a little bit of a resurgence in that with like Far Cry 4 and some other things. But I feel like right now too, your single player experience is going to be either like a giant open world. So it's not, it's very non-linear or it's going to be really, really crummy. And I like hearing that it sounds like Battlefield is going back to giving you that middle ground of, like, we have we go level by level or chapter by chapter. You can explore that chapter within that parameter. It's going to be fun. The gameplay is going to be tight. The AI is going to be smart. The story
0: is going to be fun. And the presentation is going to be different. I love it. <laughs> and it, what's what's so great about it is, like, it doesn't... it It feels like... Like, there are different ways to approach each area. Like, if you see like, a sniper on the roof, like, four guys on the ground, like, a couple guys, blah, 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 here, like, scattered in and out. You can do different things. You can pick up a silent sniper rifle and take out that sniper. Or you can scale a building and grab, like, knock that sniper out or arrest him. Like, yeah. it, there's just a lot, there's a lot to offer in that single-player campaign. It feels like, and it's interesting that you brought up Fallout 4, because, wow, sorry, Far Cry 4, because some of some of this campaign does feel a little like the um, like the bases in Far Cry 4. Like when you, you yeah. f- encounter areas of Far Cry 4, like the hideouts or whatever you call them. I'm drawing a blank on what they're actually called. But you find an area in fall, Far Cry 4 with a bunch of guys you need to clear out. There's a couple of alarms that if they alert those alarms, reinforcements come. There's some areas in Battlefield where it's like you encounter these guys. You scope them out from afar you mark how many of them are, you mark the fact that there's an alarm or two alarms, and then you go from there. You figure out right. how you want to do it. You can run and gun it, let them call the alarm, and then let them bring in reinforcements and take them out that way, or you can be stealth about it, go manually disable the alarms and then go take everybody out from there. Like it's just, it lets you play how you want to play. And it just does, it just does such a good job. My my one gripe is I don't love first person driving. No. It it makes me feel nauseous at times. Uh I just it it's hard to see especially like there's one there's one drive where you're driving at night. There's one chase where you're driving at night in the rain and I'm not oh. loving that. I wasn't loving that. It took me like four or five tries to yeah. beat. Um uh, I don't love first person driving. I wish I could switch to third person uh i i don't think that i can if i'm wrong please someone tell me but i i believe it's just complete first person driving which well, i'm just not i'm not huge on
1: any of the vehicle moments in any first person shooter if they try to do it the same way that you control the avatar the, the character you're playing as it never really works they yep. have to give it a dedicated driving or physics engine Otherwise, it's just going to be that wheel moving really quickly, and you press forward and do really awkward turns. Right. I've always hated when games try to mix in vehicles and don't take the time to make their vehicles feel different. Right. Like, again, going back to Halo, each vehicle feels like something else. Like, they took the time to give you that vibe where, like... Uh, I think even the last Battlefield game, there's like a moment on a boat early on where it just felt... It just didn't feel good. Mm -hmm. It feels like... It's just flimsy is the best word for it because everything's... It's the exact same feel you get when you're running around with a gun and that's not
0: how it feels to drive a car. Right. That's a good point. Uh, And uh, we got to get out of here, but first I I wanted to... I want to say one more thing about it. I have nothing against anyone who... Enjoys the multiplayer experience in a first-person shooter more than a single-player campaign. You have every reason to, because of the points that I the points that I feel are valid, which is people just haven't been trying when it comes to single-player campaigns in first-person right. shooters. And a buddy of mine at work and I were just talking about that the other day. And how this is like Hardline has been the first game in a long time where he's been like, wow, I'm actually enjoying the single player campaign. Like, it yeah. makes me want to not only do multiplayer. The multiplayer is fantastic. There's some great modes. Heist mode is really freaking cool. Blood money is really cool. And even just the down to the, just the simple team deathmatch, I'm having a lot of fun with. Yeah, it's it's tough. Uh, there's a lot of good Battlefield players out there. It's, of course. it's it can be it can be frustrating at times, but overall, it's a lot of fun. I'm just, I'm having so much more fun with that overall experience than I ever would have expected to. And, yeah. hi, the servers worked from day one. Just amazing.
1: <clears throat> a game that came out of the gate and did what it's supposed to do and it, function. It's
0: its a beautiful thing. That's it's shocking. a beautiful thing. I, I'm really happy about Does it. Does it have any split screen multiplayer or split screen co op? I wouldn't know because I, I don't believe so. Yeah. Definitely not single, definitely not campaign co op. Uh, I don't think it has multiplayer co-op, like uh, uh, versus co-op, okay. locally. I could be wrong, but I don't think that I am. Yeah, uh, I just never I'll have. have I never have thought to check.
1: Again. Well, I four Borderlands
0: playing. Handsome Handsome Collection man added yeah. four-player split screen locally. That's something we'll have to get on.
1: And when Halo Five comes out, we'll have it again.
0: Yes, Yeah, So if you're in the mood for a first-person shooter, I do highly recommend Battlefield Hardline. I recommend it for both fans of just the multiplayer experience. And finally, we've got another game that really, really speaks to fans of the single-player FPS experience. Yeah. So definitely go pick that one up. I highly recommend it. That's gonna do it for us today (laughs) <laughs> uh, we'll be, uh, Of course, we'll be back next week with hopefully some news. It was. It's been a light it's week a so slow far. Slow
1: week for news. But no, last week was a
0: huge week. Yeah. So we we we've, we've been kind of spoiled early on in this year. But I'm sure we'll be back with something something next week, or maybe we'll just talk about how I've been dying in Bloodborne for for an hour. But no we'll, monsters we'll told you though, so that's exciting. You're that is really good. I did. I did survive this whole fifty-two minute episode. So. Kudos, kudos to my uh character, whatever weird name I named him. So, obviously, you can follow us on Facebook.com slash two player split screen. You can head to Twitter, uh tw- it's at two, two splitscreen. Split screen. You can head to Instagram at two player split screen, follow us, see all the things we're doing. Blake makes a lot of amiibo type posts i really do and they're all fantastic so go check those they out uh, be on the lookout we'll probably shout shoot out the info for our next contest next week which will be a new inbox box tote if you guys need one of those Cause who because who doesn't want a free amiibo regardless right. of whether it's ava- easily readily available in stores or not
1: yeah
0: so for blake schultz later guys for the whole six-pack media crew I am Tyler Berry, and we will see you all next week.